G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Oh, gee, that's a great kick. And there... No, there is a time. For the first time in their history, Rockhustle have won the Farrah Palmer Cup. They've come from 13-3 down. Without their biggest names, their biggest players, these young guns and a couple of old wise heads have seen How cool is that? How cool are those highlights and that singing uh, as a result of a wonderful week of rugby for the new Farah Palmer Cup champions, Waikato. An incredible result, overcoming all sorts of odds, not just playing personnel, but travel, uplift, travel, uplift, get out of town quick, uh, travel, uh, finally get down to the venue and absolutely knock over uh, the champions and four-time playing through champions. And joining us this morning is their star fullback, Tanika Willison, uh, also a gold medalist as well with the Black Ferns. Uh, can your 2021 have been much better, Tanika? Bearing in mind the whole world's got a, a, pande- a pandemic, a virus, you seem to have had a pretty good time of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can't get any better than this, eh? Um, despite the, the COVID uh, holding a few of our tournaments back and, and not being able to, I guess, leave the country. I mean, this is... Um, yeah, pretty pretty exciting and pretty pretty grateful to be a part of it. Let's uh, talk about that build-up. I mean, you've been part of a lot of build-ups. I mean, you've been to Olympic Games, you've played international rugby. You, you know you know exactly how smooth build-ups can go. So just how far the opposite was this one when you had to pack your bag about three or four different times just to get there in the first place? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess for us, we're pretty lucky to have an amazing management and an amazing manager that um, you know like he, he sorted everything out for us or we didn't even have to think except to pack our bags you know um, so I guess it was it could have went two ways it could have been I could have used that as something to um, that I don't know kind of brought us down um, but then I think we flipped it and put it into perspective and there were ladies in our team that had to move their whanau they had to leave their whanau and it was a pretty big decision for some of the girls. So um, to be surrounded by uh, wahine like them, and um, um, yeah, I got it pretty easy. So then you, you look at, um, apart from uh, the logistical side of it, you, you look at the personnel. I mean, there's not many teams in any sport in any part of the globe that can do without nine of their very best and still front up and win a title. Uh, tell us about overcoming that within the group. 
Yeah, um, I mean, not having those girls, they, they are a huge impact um, into our into the Waikato side, but obviously it showed that um, the, the depth that we have within our Waikato team and uh, the, the coaching, I guess, that um, what they have done to bring those girls, those younger girls through um, is amazing and it definitely showed on the field. Um, I was one of the oldest out there and in the back line, so to be, I guess, taking lead uh, and with these young talents, um, yeah, it was a, I guess, humbling experience, but also really good for our growth. I know that um, there's been talk of uh, two or three um, wonderfully emotive sort of team talks and, and things that you, that, that you girls had. Uh, can you just enlighten us a little bit without too many of the details, I guess, just how deeply you went into you know, the background of what you'd been through and what it would mean to win, because uh, it sounded quite inspirational. Yeah, well, uh, I'm still blown away uh, by just the amount of, um, I guess, emotion that went into our corridor on Friday before our game. Um, we had girls sharing stuff, you know, that brought a few tears to the eyes and to know, I guess, what they have gone through really, really just helped push us through that game on Saturday. Um, I guess if, fairly for my own personal self, um, if I don't think if we didn't have that talk on Friday, um, we wouldn't have been able to kind of refer back to that day and uh, kind of talk about how, um, you know, we all had each other's back and we all love each other and did we really mean it? So to have had that corridor um, with all the girls, definitely brought us a lot closer and um, the, I guess the want to, to I guess, push past all those past experiences and that helped us drive, yeah, I guess, that, to, um, to get that championship. Uh, it wasn't the greatest start, uh, conceding early points, but of course uh, there was wind involved in that first half and, and uh, I read also where your coach had said, just let, let's stay close enough that we're in touch that we can put pressure on in the second half and and basically, that's how the game plan unfolded for you. But uh, what were you thinking at the 40-minute mark? Um, yeah, it was a bit, I guess, like touch and go. Um, maybe a little bit frustrating for, for those watching. But at halftime, like I kind of went into that halftime with all faith that we were going to come through um, and, oh, I guess, just have a better half. Um we kind of didn't talk about the end result. It was about what we can do now. Um, kind of flush that first half. Yep, that happened. And then move into the second half. Um, just kind of talking about the connection piece. Well, we probably didn't have that in the first half in, in our back line. So reiterating, like, this is what's going to get us through the game. It's, it's finals and this is what finals footy is all about. Um, so we kind of lived for that little that pressure. Victoria Edmonds in her 50th game scores that vital try and that uh, most memorable post-match speech. How classic was that? For you? Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's the true um, real and raw and I think no one else could have said it but her any better. What about the sit? The what, sorry? Sorry, I think we've just lost Smithy there. It's John Day as producer here, Tanika. Um, yeah, that was just such a classic moment, wasn't it? 50th game, 
uh, back of the scrum. She scores that try, gives that post-match speech, and everyone loves it. I know she's a policewoman, she's got a big Fano, but I'm sure she didn't get in too much trouble for that afterwards. <laughs> nah, I don't think everyone kind of had her back, so, you know, it is what it is, eh? Absolutely. So afterwards, you win. You finally beat Canterbury. They've won four titles in a row. Waikato pick up their first championship. You're all singing together. We heard it in the intro. What happened later that night? You were in level two. You were able to have a party, were you? <laughs> well, yeah, well, we had um, a closed bubble as we, we wanted to be respectful to the Christchurch um, community. But um, like limited public interaction and stuff where it was possible, and then enjoyed our with a hotel um, amongst our team and our, amongst our teammates, which was oh, I just can't. It was everyone was on cloud nine, and it was a you know real special moment to share share with each other. Yeah. So, what did it mean? What about to those nine black ferns who missed out, including your captain Chelsea Alley? Um, not able to be there. It must have been bittersweet for those guys. <laughs> yeah, um, we had a bit of talk. You know, they they were. The, they use the word FOMO and um, <laughs> yeah. for us I mean they are obviously a really huge part of us uh, winning that championship and if it weren't for them you know it could have been either way um, with even getting into the final so um, as much as we won that they won it as well yeah, absolutely. They prepare you guys and they did most of the work all the season. A strange old season, wasn't it? Very stop-start, but you got one in the bag. I know people talk about putting asterisks beside championships. There's no asterisks beside this one, is there? No, no. <laughs> got that championship and we're proud about it. Absolutely. And Victoria Edmonds, I think she's straight back to work as a police officer, but you've got a very different job, don't you? You're a Black Fern <laughs> Sevens player full-time, so are you back to work yet? Yes, um, I had to fly straight from Christchurch into Tauranga, um, straight into camp uh, yesterday and today, and that's just uh, reconnecting with our management, reconnecting with the girls, and kind of getting a plan on what's happening um, over these next few months and then what it kind of looks like for next year. Yeah, absolutely. So what does it look like? I mean, you guys are gold medalists, you've ticked that box. If people talk about kind of having a success sort of come down, I guess you haven't had to deal with that given you came straight back into FPC and it's just on to the next thing for you. So what's next for the Blackfern Sevens? Um, nothing at the moment. It's pretty touch and go, um, obviously with COVID. Um, so it's all COVID dependent, but um, get back into training on the 1st of November for uh, until mid-December and um, hopefully have a few domestic tournaments um, then but nothing in set in concrete yet but just you know get the feeling of getting back into training again because it's going to be a bit hard on the on the lungs for a few of us girls but that's what we're here for we love our we love our job yeah absolutely and what's it like dipping your toes into 15s like um is that something you want to pursue more I know there's a women's world cup and the black ferns 15s are heading away at the end of the year for a northern tour I mean is that something you want to chase long term are you happy doing sevens or what kind how do you look at your career when you've got options to be a sevens player and a 15s player yeah I I mean the money that they've done to kind of get the black ferns um, you know they they probably don't get the recognition that they deserve but finally they're starting to make some big shifts there and um, that is definitely something that I'd want to be a part of um, I guess one day it's not just sevens that I'm kind of just you know I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket so um, when the opportunity arises and I guess there's a 
I guess when like one door closes, you say there's another door opens. Um, it's quite similar. You know, we had those that are leaving, not leaving, but could be potentially playing in the 15 Super Rugby, which opens up spots here in Sevens. And I guess that'll be my opportunity to um, try and get a spot for Sevens. So, I mean, with all the, the, um, the options or the opportunities that are coming up, um, I think it's just to just kind of keep those doors open and not fully close one off, uh, just so that if something is to happen, you know, it is there if need. But, but then, yeah, uh, I love that game. I, I kind of, to be honest, didn't know what I was doing, um, but uh, my team <laughs> my team helped me out of it. So. <laughs> oh, well, it looked like you knew what you were doing on fullback when you beat Canterbury in the final on Saturday. Awesome to talk to you, Tanika Willison. That's fantastic, and uh, you're having a great year, and long may it continue. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.